0: Welcome, 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 and well, yeah. welcome everybody to the show. It's Rob's Carey, it's Rob's Show. We are live, yes, we are live here January, or December 30th, almost, uh, on uh, January, New Year. We're almost there. We're not there yet. Not there yet. Today's the 30th. Uh, tomorrow is the 31st. And then, it's New Year's. Happy New Year! Yes. The New Year. So, it is the year-end review. I guess if you want to call it that. Everybody's doing a year-end review. so I don't want to do exactly what everybody else is doing. But, well, uh, I don't know. Well, we'll, we'll, Urkel got punked again. (laughs) You know. Yeah, I, I it's it's it, I'll tell you, it's gonna be weird. Say what you want about Trump, it's going to be weird, strange, unusual to have a president that is. Um. Somewhat manly, I guess we could say that, right? Somewhat manly. Yes, I know. He Trump, he's orange, and he's got the funny hair. And But there's a, a manly aura to him, okay? If you want to say he's a bully, if you want to... All those things, fine. Got you. But there's still... A manly aura. You might not like that type of manly aura, but nonetheless, it's a manly aura. Now, Obama has got to be. Jimmy Carter might have had more of a manly presence. Seriously. Jimmy Carter, and Jimmy Carter was about as unmanly as you can get, but he might have been more manly than Obama. I mean, Obama is just straight up, just straight up the adult version of Urkel. He, he really is. He really is. I think he will be remembered as being the feminine, unmanly president that we've ever had. I mean, to watch people just (laughs) punk him it's astonishing. It, it, it really is. It's astonishing to watch people just as if he's not the president of the United States. Well, listen. Remember, what did Bill Clinton tell uh, Ted Kennedy? What did Bill Clinton say to Ted Kennedy? Back in the day, Obama would be carrying our bags. That's what Bill Clinton thought of Obama. I mean, think about this. After what? Almost eight years. Vladimir Putin has done whatever he's wanted. With Obama. The Obama administration. Whatever. Rather it's Crimea. Rather it's Syria. Hacking. He's done whatever he's wanted. Literally anything that he wanted. And with three weeks left. In the... Obama administration Obama comes out and goes Go and put sanctions I'm going to expel These uh, These these diplomats Because they're actually Spies They got 72 hours Get out of the country And then uh, uh, We're going to close down these uh, Two outposts Because they're nothing more than Spy headquarters And that So he does this move after years and years and years of Russia and Putin getting away with anything they wanted. Anything. As soon as he does it, the media, Democrats, the administration, Are just waiting. Just waiting for Russia. To retaliate. Create a. Cold war scenario. To hand it off. To Trump. Like we talked about yesterday. Make life. Is as miserable. And as difficult. As humanly possible. For Trump. Because remember. Trump wasn't supposed to win. Republicans were not supposed to win. This was supposed to be the coronation of Hillary Clinton. So the Democrats never, ever prepared for Hillary Clinton to lose. Governorships, uh, state houses, the thousand-plus... Seats across the board that they've lost. They went, eh, we got the White House. So ultimately, that's where the power is. And especially under this Obama administration, he does everything with the pen. Executive order this, executive order that. Oh, you guys can't agree on this bill. That's all right. Executive order here. No drilling for oil there. amnesty for illegals here. So they never were prepared they lose the White House. Because the way the Democrats and the media have always always set things up and that's the blue wall. That's right out of the gate. Democrats already are up 100 or whatever electoral votes. A Republican's got to run the table. Got to run the table. They got to win Pennsylvania. They got to win Ohio. They got to win Florida. They got to win Michigan. They they got to literally run the table. And no Republican's going to run the table. Not even the most moderate of Republicans, the most moderate of Republicans will not win Pennsylvania, Mitt Romney, who's very moderate. He could say he's extremely conservative, but he's moderate. John McCain, moderate. And they couldn't win. Pennsylvania so Democrats were not prepared for this they weren't prepared for this so here's Obama trying to make things as difficult as humanly possible like i said every other president when there's 3 weeks left does nothing but a farewell tour give some pardons commute some sentences They don't make life difficult for the next president. It's not what they do. It's not what they do. So here's Obama. Three weeks left. He's never done Anything to Russia in the past seven and a half, eight years, however long. And Russia's done some pretty bad things. Crimea was kind of bad. Syria, kind of bad. The media had no problem showing all these pictures of little kids being dragged out of rubble. Kind of bad, right? Right? People very emotional about it. Hacking. The White House got hacked. This whole Podesta email. DNC computers. These hacks are, are, are nothing. For years. Pentagon got hacked. Defense Department got hacked. The White House got hacked. Sony Pictures got hacked. China's constantly stealing patents and all sorts of things of that nature. And Obama's done nothing. Absolutely nothing. And three weeks left, he decides, I ordered all these uh, Russian diplomats to get out of the country. Why did he do it now? Why did he do it? Three weeks to go. Well, what everybody on the left was expecting, what the media was expecting, was for Russia to retaliate. That's what they were expecting. Initially, when Russia put out word and said, oh, well, you know, we we might have to retaliate. Maybe we're going to have to expel uh, diplomats. Maybe we're going to have to go tit for tat. The media was excited. The left was excited. This is what was supposed to happen. Remember, Obama's goal is to wreak is much havoc in the world foreign and domestic so that Trump walks into a of crap I mean look at Obamacare it was just Perfectly timed, perfectly timed to have rates get jacked to the moon right when Obama was exiting office. That's not a coincidence. That was perfectly timed. So a lot of stuff that's happening is to wreak as much havoc on Donald Trump as humanly possible. As much. What can I do? So what Obama said. What can I do? So the media, Democrats, they all played along. To the point where last night, a fake news story was making its rounds. Politico had it. which was that Russia was closing down an American school. Putin, the Russian government, was going to close down the school that was over there. Turned out to be bogus. Remember, in order to create as much havoc as possible... There needs to be the start of a feud. You throw the bomb, and now you wait for the bomb to come back. So then you could throw another bomb, and then they could throw two bombs. So one of the Russian uh, spokespeople came out and said, no, 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 no. We didn't close any school down. It was a woman. said, we didn't close any school. down. what are you guys talking about? This is fake news. They're using the term fake news. I love how the term fake news that the left and the media created to try to tag the right with, the conservatives with, got it all turned around on them. So was uh, the Russian Foreign Ministry spokesman, Maria Zakharova. She said apparently the White House has totally lost it. And it's starting to invent sanctions against their own children. And Zakharova put this on the Facebook. Said it's a lie. CNN reported this. Politico reported this? A lie. So what happened today? Putin comes out and says, you know what? You know what? I'm not going to expel your diplomats. It's all good. Obama wants to act like a little bitch. He can act like a little bitch. It's all good. Matter of fact, matter of fact, all of the American school children, big, small, medium, I'm inviting all of them To a Christmas celebration. We'll wait. Till the new administration. Comes to power. And then hopefully we can. Sort all of this out. Oh my God. Oh my God. The left literally. Lost their. Minds. The media. Lost their mind. They don't know what to do to themselves. They're like. This isn't supposed to happen. Wait a minute. This isn't supposed to happen. Wait a minute. Wait. And then they. And then they. <laughs> and then they. Tweet out. A picture. Of a duck. With the words lame written on the duck. From the Russian embassy, it says President Obama expels 35 diplomats in Cold War deja vu. As everybody, including people, will be glad to see the last of his hapless administration. Lame duck. I mean this president is is gotta be again the weakest, most pathetic president in my lifetime literally in my lifetime, and then they tweeted out. In response to the new U.S. sanctions, I invite all children of the U.S. diplomats uh, accredited in Russia to the New Year and Christmas children's show at the Kremlin. (laughs) I mean, it is like... uh, This is the liberal's hero. Obama. He was. He's been the greatest president that we've had in generations. Why? How, how you figure? Why? Well, there's been no scandals. That's their big thing. No it's been scandal free. Real, so that makes a great president. He's. Look at, look at the country, look where, oh my god, oh. Like I said yesterday, if you only go by the stock market and uh, the 4.7 or 4.8 unemployment rate, and you just, don't factor in anything else. Don't factor in people that fell out of the uh, uh, workforce, you know, looking for work. For, for all of the nuance, just just go with the four point seven, four point eight, and go with the stock market. If that's if that's the only thing that we judge success on, then we must take that going forward as far as uh, liberals and how they are going to judge Republicans and Trump. As long as that unemployment rate stays at 4.7 or 4.8 and the stock market hovers around 19,000, I don't want to hear boo from the lot because that's all that's that's it That that's all they can hang their little liberal hats on everything else has been a disaster I mean just a disaster eight years of getting your face pushed in feces by Russia and Putin and then you finally retaliate as your mom is picking you up and putting you in the car and driving you away and Russia goes ah it's alright it's alright Urkel you'll be gone see you later goodbye (laughs) See ya Bye bye The left doesn't know what to do with themselves They really don't know what to do with themselves They are so pissed off Obama's pissed off. This isn't what was supposed to happen. There's supposed to be a huge. We're supposed to be in a new Cold War. Basically, the Cuban Missile Crisis the day Trump gets inaugurated. Because remember, Trump is unhinged. He's unhinged. He's erratic. His hand on nuclear weapons. Oh no. It's going to destroy the world. Remember, according to the left, the Michael Moores, Trump's going to kill us all. Three weeks when Trump is getting sworn in, there's supposed to be 500 nuclear weapons pointed at California, New York, Washington. all of our epicenters of the big cities that's what's supposed to be happening in 3 weeks that way when Trump walks in he just goes oh, oh, you're you're fired and he pushes the button and it kills all of us and then Obama just ha, ha, ha. he's laughing cuz he gets to go to like former president Bomb shelters somewhere. So him and. Malika and Sasha. And Beyonce. And Jay Z. Janet Jackson. (laughs) Reverend Al Sharpton. They're all in the bomb shelter. That's supposed to happen. Instead. Instead. Obama imposes sanctions and Putin goes, "Ah, eh, it's all right. It's all right, little boy. It's all right, Urkel. It's all cool. Just, you know, sorry to see you go, but I'm going to... Invite the American school children over here in Moscow to uh, a bunch of uh, parties. And I'm not going to expel any diplomats. It's all good. And you know what's funny? Remember, Putin's the bully. Putin's the thug. And here's the bully and here's the thug. Doing what a bullying thug is not supposed to do. And that's let things slide. Let things roll off your shoulder. And all of this has made Obama look like Urkel. Made Obama look Stupid. And Trump tweeted out, "Great move on delay. I always knew he was very smart." And the left's like, "What? How can Donald Trump? How can he say that? That Vladimir Putin, this murdering thug, this thug is smart? Well." He's the one that looks restraint. He's the one that looks calm. He's the one that looks cool. Mr. No Stress Obama is the one that looks erratic. He's the one that looks unhinged. He's the one that looks like he's having a nervous breakdown. First with Israel. Then doing is I, I could be i I could be Trump I'd run a third term, I could be I could do it, and then, with sanctions on russia, about eight years too late, so yeah, when Trump said, "Great, move on the delay, I always knew he was very smart, but Well,
1: he just shouldn't have said anything. He just shouldn't have said anything.
0: Well, he said something. Get over it, jerk-offs. So, good old Urkel, looking stupid as usual. Looking like a punk. He got punked. It's all Obama ever does, is get punked. All he's done for almost eight years is get punked. That's it. No president in the history of presidents have been punked more. Oh, I, I guess getting shot and killed is getting punked. <laughs> I guess I guess that's the ultimate punk. But aside from that, I don't think any president in the history of our great nation has been punked and slapped and just had their face rubbed in feces more than Obama. I, I, I just, I don't, I don't recall anyone. And I'm young, so I don't, I you know, I'm not 90, so I can't go back. I can't go back 70 years, but I read. I'm smart. So, there you go. Obama getting punked again. When we come back, let's talk about... uh, I I, I think... You know what? I I don't want to throw names around, but I think this guy is a super punk, and his name is Dean... Oh, blah, 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 blah. I know I said his name wrong, but it's hard to pronounce this guy's name. Obala oh, Dalla La La. blah, La La. Oh, but we're going to talk about him when we come back. Because it's an ongoing thing, which is how the media should respond to Trump tweets. I mean, they're beside themselves because they're being irrelevant. They're basically reporting, at least I guess you could call it reporting, on, and they're having to create segments and and broadcasts off of tweets. And nobody is tuning into Wolf Blitzer or Anderson Cooper or George Stepanopoulos. Nobody's tuning into them to get news about the president. They're not tuning into Sleepy Eyes, Chuck Todd. Instead, the president-elect is tweeting something, and then the media is putting up that tweet and saying the president spoke today. Not the president spoke today with Wolf Blitzer. The president spoke today with Anderson Cooper. The president spoke—no. And the more and more this stuff happens, the more and more these 8 10 and $15 million salaried quote-unquote reporters become irrelevant. If more and more people uh, tune out to Anderson Cooper and Don Lemon and Wolf Blitzer and Hack Tapper... And CNN in general, MSNBC in general, the more and more the big shots, the executives, the guys that have to crunch the numbers are going to say, well, why do we need to pay Cooper $14 million a year? Why do we have to pay Maddow $7 million a year? If we're paying Maddow seven million a year, the you know two, three, four years, however many, I'm breaking this down for you how an executive breaks this stuff down. Okay, someone in the entertainment business because that's what these people are entertainment. They're they're, they're not these Walter Cronkite esque people. I'm serious. You know, Edwin R. Morrow. They're they're none of that. They're not. All right? Anderson Cooper does man pyramids with Andy Cohen from See What Happens Now, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. All right? Hey, Walter Cronkite, he is not. Ed Ed Morrow, Edwin R. Morrow, Edwin F. Morrow, whatever the... Letter of the morrows are. He is not. But this is how they break it down. The executives. Okay. We pay Rachel Maddow. Seven million dollars a year. And year one. She has. 500,000 people to watch her. Awesome. Great. Year two. She has. 495,000 people to watch her. Okay. Well, you know, give or take a couple thousand year three. She has 600,000 people to watch her. Oh, wow. She's up. Wow. See, good thing we pay her all this money. Year four. 500,000. Okay. Well, she lost some people, but you know, Hey, the running average is a half a million. So, her number is based on that half a million. Well, if all of a sudden year five or year six, remember, these numbers aren't necessarily accurate. I'm just trying to base these things and put them in perspective so you understand the mindset and why the media is freaking out. So now year 5, year 6 that average goes from 500,000 400 and 390 350 300. Well, that executive goes, "Okay. We pay 7 million for 500,000 that's what we pay that's our baseline well now we're not getting 500,000 we're getting 300,000 so if we're losing they need to be losing we can't be losing and still paying as if we're winning so what happens uh yeah Rachel Uh Instead of paying you seven million, we only can pay you four million. Well, that's not fair. Well, it is fair. People aren't watching you. P- people aren't watching Lawrence O'Donnell. People aren't watching you, news heads in general. They're getting. The information from other places. They don't need to go to you to watch an interview with the president elect or by then the president. And so that's why you're now seeing stories. Rather, it's Uh, Dean Obelada Or Don Lemon Or uh, uh, Gary Sargent From the Washington Post Which is how the media Should respond to Trump tweets So when we come back Let's tackle this Read a couple uh, Passages I think it's funny uh, and we'll talk about this a little bit more. It's Rob's Carry. It's Rob's Carry Show. Don't forget, guys. You can follow us on Twitter, Rob's Carry Show, or you could go on Facebook, which it's Rob's Carry Show. So don't go away. We'll be right back. Only gonna be gone for about one minute. Just gonna throw on a little sound clip here, and we'll be right back.
1: Are you, are you coming to the train Led by a man who wants to break the chains Establishment is terrified they can't control his reign Let's meet this year on the tram train Are you, are you coming to the train Where brave men called out for a wall built by crane. Media is terrified they can't control his reign Let's meet this year on the Trump train Are you, are you coming to the train Where brave men call out the fools who lead in vain Lobbyists are terrified they can't control our reign Let's meet this year on the Trump train Are you, are you coming to the train Wear a hat of hope, side by side with me Make America great again, break the chain Let's meet this year on the Trump train
0: And we are going to be respected by the world again and not laughed at like we're all a bunch of stupid people being led by incompetent politicians. It's not going to go on any longer.
1: Are you, are you coming to the train to take our great country back again? Join a revolution and break the chains Let me this year. On a trauma train We're going to win at the borders We're going to win And we're going to keep winning And we are going to make America great again Greater than ever before
0: We're back. It's Rob's carrier. It's Rob's carrier show. We are live. Oh, December 30th, man. Now, listen, we'll be back uh, not on the first, which is a Sunday, not on the first, and not on the second. I know, I know, but we will be back on the 3rd, okay? Everybody's off, okay? Everybody's off on the 2nd, which is uh, Monday. Or is it Sunday? I'm trying to look. Or is it, yeah, that is Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. I better look. Basically, Monday is the holiday. All right. So, don't give me grief. So, we'll be back then. Uh, all right. So, before we took our break, we were talking about uh, Dean Obaladala. Let me um give you the spelling. Dean D E A N Obiadella. O B E I D A L L A H. Now his credentials are as follows. Besides being a whiny crybaby that posts on CNN, which, again, I'm fascinated at CNN in the sense that people consider CNN a news outlet, but it's not, and we've had this conversation a trillion times before on this program, newspapers are not newspapers anymore, okay? They should be called opinion papers because for every straight article that just says house caught on fire, five people died, one person lived, next story. For every article that is that, there's Um, I don't know, 17 articles that are nothing more than opinions. It's news that's wrapped in opinion. And it's to influence to be an advocate. So for every straight news. There's 10, 15, 17, 20 articles that are nothing more than opinion pieces. And CNN is the worst. They're not news. They're nothing but opinion pieces. Their programming is nothing more than opinion pieces. So this Dean obolod however the hell you pronounce his name, he's constantly. I, he must have a he must have a thing on uh, on CNN. Um, three times a week he's got he's got a piece. Seriously, three times a week. And what's beyond entertaining is that. CNN likes to say that they're not a left leaning news organization. They're constantly, constantly denying that they are biased. Even though rather it's Dana Bash who's dancing with Wolf Blitzer at the Hillary Clinton. Um, coronation when she accepted the nomination we call it the coronation and Wolf Blitzer and Dana Bash are dancing you've seen that video they're dancing they got the champagne in their hand they're like woo they're partying it up or it's Gloria Borger however you say her last name Writing emails to John Podesta, calling him a TV star. I mean, practically giving him oral through the email. Or Hack Tapper going back and forth with Podesta. Donna Brazil on CNN Payroll. Man, giving questions, Taylor Clinton. So, with all of that, CNN still tries to paint this picture that they are not left-leaning. But yet, every person does writing or, or commentary for them are all part of left-wing propaganda sites. So, this guy we're talking about, this Dean Obadadala, however the hell you pronounce his name. His whole thing is being a columnist for the Daily Beast. You can't get more left-wing extremist than the Daily Beast. We constantly talk about the Daily Beast on this show. Rather, it's Ashman Mashman or Olivia Nunzio these two uh, left-wing extremists, I remember one program, we broke down Ashman, Mashman, and the fact that every day, every day, for the past three months, whatever day we were doing this uh, bid on, he had an article about Trump. And I said, what the hell are these people going to do once Trump wins, hell, I said, if he loses, they're really screwed. If he loses, they're really screwed. If he wins, they'll write articles about him. But but they won't have as much material because the Daily Beast and Ashwan Mashman they're writing articles about Celebrity Apprentice and... Uh, writers that said Trump said Little John was, uh, you know, uh, 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 Uncle Tom. I, I mean, just stuff from anonymous sources who were sworn to confidentiality agreements, but they talked to the Daily Beast. I mean, just, just insanity. So this guy Dean Obelob, is from the Daily Beast, and this. CNN staff lets him write for them. And he's not the only one from these left-wing propaganda websites that put articles on CNN. Have you ever, have you ever been on CNN and seen pieces by legit Conservatives, legit Republicans from legit. Oh, no, of course not. Of course not. Maybe once, twice a month. There might be something. SC Cup doesn't count. So don't even throw SC Cup out there. SE Cup, just stop. Just stop. So, this Dean Obalaba, here's his Wikipedia information. Dean Obalaba is an American comedian of Palestinian Italian descent. He's the host of XM Serious Radio's The Dean Obalaba Show, which is the only daily national radio show host hosted by a Muslim American. Oh diversity. Oh, oh diversity. Ooh. And I go back to where's the uh Daily National Radio Show hosted by a dwarf? Where's the diversity with dwarfs? None. Okay. Dean Obalaba was born in Lodi, New Jersey. he didn't grow up and grew up in nearby Paramus. His father was born in Batar, Palestine, prior to the creation of the State of Israel. His mother's parents were born in Sicily. Okay, great. All right. <laughs> Obalaba is part of a small but growing number of Arab-American comedians who have increasingly received media attention in the past few years as they use comedy to both retain and dispel negative stereotypes of Arab Americans and Muslims. So he's one of these guys. Okay? He's one of these guys. So, Dean Obalaba is constantly writing how Donald Trump is an a-hole, Donald Trump is a jack-off, anybody that supports Donald Trump is a jack-off, anybody that supports, you know, you're typical, they're racists, they're, they're Nazis, blah, 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 okay. If you don't support the liberal positions, gay marriage, tranny bathrooms, uh, uh, you know, open borders, they, you know the list. Just get, keep going down the list. If you don't support that agenda, then you're a Nazi, you're a racist, you're an a-hole. Okay, great. So, he says, it's time the media stop treating Donald Trump like a Kardashian and more like the person who come January 20th will be shown in as the forty. 40- Who will be sworn in as the 45th President of the United States Now, remember And we go back to what I've constantly said on this show before This whole Donald Trump being treated like a Kardashian He's going to be President This is serious CNN And Anderson Cooper uh, Kathy Griffith Uh, Don, CNN, Wolf Blitzer, all of them have been, and are part, entertainment shows. Anderson Cooper, moderator for the second presidential debate. Big deal. And he's doing man pyramids with Andy Cohen. They're doing one man shows talking about man pyramids. He's hosting the ball drop with Kathy Griffith, who's trying to grab his junk on the. I mean, again, Obama is doing slow jam. Obama is in between two ferns. So don't give me this, Donald Trump needs to stop being treated like a Kardashian and more like the person who, come January 20th, is going to be sworn in as the 45th president of the United States. Listen, Bill Clinton, I'm sorry, Dean Obala, started this blurred line. Okay The guy who wore sunglasses And played saxophone On Jay Leno Or uh, Arsenio Hall Blurred the line Okay The guy that's getting head In every room In the uh, White House And being praised by the left For being you know A pee hound. Hey, come on, man! He's just like me and you. Hey, oh, you know, hey, come on! He started the trend, Dean Obala. Obama's doing selfies, doing the whole selfie skit with the stick. Dean, stop! Just stop. I go back to before we had our break. People like Dean, Don Lemon, they're upset because they're becoming irrelevant. They're becoming irrelevant. Nobody is giving a crap if Donald Trump goes on CNN with Wolf Blitzer. People aren't going, oh my God, You know, what we really need is a Donald Trump, is a President Trump and Wolf Blitzer interview. Nobody cares. Uh, Mr. President, yeah, Uh, do you want to get news out about your uh, new policy on, uh, yes, I do. Okay, we're going to set up an interview with Anderson Cooper. Okay. It doesn't happen anymore. Nobody cares about that. And that's why people like Dean O'Bala, CNN, Cooper, Lemon, that's why they're all, oh, is Donald Trump tweeting, Why when's he, when he going to give a press conference? Because they're becoming irrelevant. The president now doesn't go, hmm, I need to get this message out. Hmm, I need to try to sell this. Remember when Ben Rhodes gave that admission that they got the Iran nuke deal done because the Washington press corps are a bunch of young, stupid kids? Remember that? They're a bunch of 20-year-old kids. They're a bunch of, like, Katie Turs a bunch of stupid kids just a bunch of dummies well they all got college educations you know they all got their degrees in women's studies and journalism so Ben Rhodes had to just sell them and then they went and wrote stories about how the Iran nuke deal would be the greatest deal since Jesus created fish and bread. I Whatever. With Trump, he don't have to do it. He, he doesn't need the Washington press corps. Trump goes, you know what? I want to get this policy proposal. I want to sell this. Okay. I'm going to go on Twitter. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And then... I'm going to go do some town halls. I'm going to go do some rallies. I'm going to go and talk to the people. I I don't need the press corps. I don't need to talk to Katie turr or Katie Turd. I don't need to go talk to Anderson Cooper. I, I I don't I don't need to do any of this. I don't need them. And that's why the Dean Obelaz And Don Lemon's, they're distraught. Because the minute these people are not needed, the minute their million-dollar paychecks get chopped, they start losing jobs. Like I said, the minute executives sit there give you another example of this and i'm not going too far off the beaten path. i predicted months and 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 months ago that stephen colbert will be fired come the first of the year and the only reason he is permitted to have the horrible ratings that he has and basically alienate millions and millions of people is to get Hillary Clinton elected that was it it was to keep pumping the liberal agenda so when that blue collar worker comes home and they plop down in front of the TV from working their asses off all day and they just they, they, they just want to watch some You know, Jennifer Lawrence half boob on TV talking about joy or whatever the hell movie she's got going on. And if they can infuse that Trump is a Nazi and Hillary is this awesome grandma, then it doesn't matter that Colbert turned off millions and millions of people. And I said, I said, the minute the election's over, he's gone. Because no executive is going to say, all right, let's keep going with a show that alienates half an audience when that was never the intention to have a replacement for David Letterman being a political show that alienates half an audience remember trevor noah that puts and samantha b another puts another jack off their programs were created to alienate half an audience their program was created to not get Republicans, to not get conservatives, to not get alt-righters. The 11.30 slot on CBS, that was never intended to be a, a, a political show that would turn off half an audience. So you got executives now going, all right, It's time to get rid of them We we need to get at least A half a million people back Because the minute they get rid of Colbert The minute they get rid of Colbert And that show is back being A Jimmy Fallon type show Where it's like, hey uh, uh, Marky Mark, (laughs) Wahlberg
1: Whatever your name
0: is Play uh, guess uh, the the guess the hair pie and then they stick their faces in pie. Hey, did you get a hair? Did you get a hair in that hair pie? <laughs> I don't know. Something stupid like that. So now you got the people like Dean Obala, Don Lemon, Anderson Cooper, Chris Homo. You got all these guys freaking out over Trump because they're making millions of dollars and they have a certain audience. Well, if that audience starts to leave, how do you justify giving them the money that they get? How do you justify paying Poppy Harlow? How do you justify paying Chris Hayes? How do you, how do you just, how do you justify it? So Dean Abelah, like I said, we're not going to go through the entire piece, but there's just a couple interesting uh, tidbits that I wanted to point out. So Dean Abelah says, as things stand, Trump tweets and the media chases It's like an updated version of Pavlov's dog, but instead of a dog salivating, it's the media salivating. Every time they hear Trump has unleashed another tweet. Well, hey, stupid, he's the president-elect. He's going to be the president of the United States. If the president of the United States speaks, people know what he said. And if he's not going to talk to CNN or he's not going to talk to Fox or he's not going to talk to ABC, whoever, and he's going to go through his own channel first, you, well, you don't have to cover it, but it is the president of the United States. And you're already losing millions and millions of people based on the election coverage and things of that nature as far as uh, effed up polls and uh, just the unbelievable bias that was shown. You'll just lose more and more people Because they're going to say, well, they're not covering what the president of the United States is saying. So, Dean Obelot, it's not like Trump is a candidate. He's the president. You have to cover the president. See what I mean? Why it's pissing the media off. They have to cover the president. And if he's not talking to Wolf Blitzer, they still have to cover it. So he goes on. When Trump uh, tweets, the media, especially cable news outlets, goes into overdrive with experts trying to decipher what Trump meant by his latest 140-character musing. Next come The political pundits speculate over the political potential fallout from the tweet. And before we can figure out if Trump is actually uh, signaling a strategic policy change or if he was just bored and felt like tweeting, then he's on to the next series of tweets prompting an identical media reaction all over again. Yeah. And the only difference. The only difference is that Trump is in control. It's on Trump's turn. It's on everything as far as what Trump and the Trump team want, opposed to CNN, John King, ABC, George Stephanopoulos, Wolf Blitzer. And it goes back even more than things that we've talked about on this program to why these people got into the business that they're in. They were all booger eaters and fart sniffers when they were growing up in high school. They were the losers. They were the jack-offs. They were the people that couldn't get anybody to go to prom with them. They, They couldn't get invited to any of the cool parties. They were the outcasts. They were the jack-off of jack-offs. And then a fellow loser jack-off teacher who taught high school journalism said, if you go into school, if you go to college and get a journalism degree, you'll be cool. Because what will happen is people will want to be friends with you because you could write stories about them and you could put them on the cover of magazines and you could also write bad things about them. So they want to be your friend so you don't write bad things about and all of these losers, all of these booger eaters went, oh, my God.
1: Oh, my God.
0: So that's what's happening now because Trump is not going to them they are pissed because what Dean Obala is saying would happen if Trump sat down with Wolf Blitzer the president if president Trump sat down with Wolf Blitzer and said all right wolf i'm going to let you ask me six questions you got 15 minutes let's go well guess what When Trump got done, that video would be replayed on Fox, on MSNBC, on ABC, on NBC, on the BBC, on the EUC. It would be replayed everywhere. And every question, every segment would be played, then it would be stopped, and then there would be a panel and they would discuss what it meant. What is the potential political outcome of what it... The only difference is it's on Trump's terms. He's putting it out in a tweet. People are going to him first. People are going direct to the president. So they're not weeding through what Dean O'Bala or the Daily Beast or what. Because remember, what they all do is they filter that information. They filter that information and present it in a way that influences what you think. Let me give you an example and this is a, a, a pro, and there's a lot of examples but a recent example the other day tweeted out oh uh, uh the president did this uh, i i did that i guess there goes a uh, uh, uh a smooth transition there goes uh the transition being smooth not and then the media had countless pundits discuss how Trump was contradicting himself because for all these weeks he's been talking about smooth transition, everything's been going great. And now here he's saying, oh no, this transition's going bad, it's going horrible. And then they asked Trump about the transition when he was at Mar-a-Lago. And he said, no, I talked to Obama. And the media said, see? What's it?" So what the media tried to do is paint this picture that when Trump said smooth transition, not, it was referencing cabinet picks and things of that nature and I think most people understood it as Obama and the whole transition of power being not smooth when Obama is doing what he's doing with Israel and the Uh, Arctic drilling bans. That type of stuff. So when Trump cuts out the media, and he's able to go right to the people, four or 5,000 people, and say to them, hey, the media is telling you That the cabinet is full of millionaires and billionaires. And the media is telling you that I said that wouldn't happen. Remember, when the media was going, oh, Trump is appointing all of these inside. Trump is putting these billionaires. And Trump never said, I'm not going to have people like Carl Icahn. Months and months and months and months of the campaign. Trump said, I know all of these people. I know killers. I know everyone. And when I get into office, I'm going to get these people to work for us. Remember when Trump would say, I love to make money. And I make all this money. And I love it. It's all for me, 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 me. Well, I want to do the exact same thing, but I want to do it for our country. But what does the media do? Oh, well, uh, look, he's got all these people. He said he... That's no. So what is Trump? He has his rally. And he goes, hey, didn't I tell you guys I would have these people? What, am I going to hire a bunch of unsuccessful people? When news broke of Carl Icahn coming on board, I, I literally saw the media go, oh, another bill? Oh, my God. How many times did we see Carl Icahn? Carl Icahn. My good friend Carl Icahn. Wouldn't it be nice to get Carl Icahn I never knew this Carl Icon before Trump. Carl Icon. Carl Icon. And then Trump gets Carl Icon, and the media's like, oh my God. But he told us this. He told us. I was expecting Carl Icon three weeks ago. Carl Icon. Icon. Carl Icon. So when the Dean Obalas and the Don Lemons... oh well, John Trump, he can't do. And then it's but that's what you guys would do anyways. Remember when Trump did the 60 minute thing with Leslie Stahl? Every single program ran the interview. So when Dean Obala when this a-hole goes Oh, with Trump uh, with his tweet, and then everybody just... Uh, uh, the pundits talk about... But that's what everybody did with the 60-minute piece. Again, the Dean Obalaz and the Don Lemons, they're just pissed off that they're getting cut out. They're pissed off that they're not important anymore. Because remember, guys... If you're a reporter, or whatever the hell these these people are called, advocates, your status goes through the moon. If you get to sit down with the president, I mean, these people's careers are made by sitting down with the president, being part of the press corps. I mean, look at Andrea Mitchell. That uh, I mean, to be nice. Aside from Alan Greenspan being her husband, I mean, she is who she is because she's gotten access to presidents. You become who you are in that world by being the person that gets to sit down with a president. So when the president says, "You know what? I don't need you guys." There it's a freak out. It's a freak out. It has nothing to do with all oh, this this Kardashian. Uh, he's g-. What are you talking about jerk off. Stop. Okay? For eight years, Obama is, has been the, uh, you know, him and Jay's, Z. Just stop! I get me? I, just stop. This, this is a president that hangs out with Jay Z and Beyonce. Okay, going hanging out, they're going having vacations together. Stop, stop, Dean Obala, just stop, jerk off. They're all, Trump has cut all of them out. Cut them all out. Like I said, they're booger eaters and fart sniffers. Remember, when you're part of the press pool, when you get that exclusive gig to cover the president, you get to fly on Air Force One. I mean, you get treated like royalty. Well, if this president goes, you know what? You guys don't travel with me on Air Force One. What? Yeah, I'm going to Egypt for a big summit. Of course, you guys got to cover it. But what you need to do is you need to get Jeff Bezos at the Washington Post to uh, buy you a plane ticket. Yeah, buy you a plane ticket. Hopefully he'll buy you, you know, first class. If not, well, you you fly for ten hours in coach, next to a big fat smelly jerk off. And then when you land, you go to the hotel, you get a cab. All of these people get this lap of luxury. They fly on Air Force One. They land. They they get shuttles from the airport. They go to the airport. They get this. They get that. It's luxury. And now Trump is going, F you. Katie Turd, F you. You work for NBC. You work for NBC. Have them buy you a plane ticket, jerk off. So Dean Obala goes on, we can't spend the next four years as a nation doing this. Instead, the major media outlets should collectively agree to ignore Trump's tweets. Again, if Trump sits down with Leslie Stahl, okay, Dean Obala, you jerk off. You Palestinian jerk-off. Okay? Jerk-off. That's what you are, Dino, but you're a Palestinian jerk-off. If Trump does an interview with Leslie Stahl, that's not CNN. That's not Don Lemon. CNN is going to play... Clips of that interview. CNN is going to report on what Trump said to Leslie Stahl. CNN is going to have a whole bunch of political pundits discuss what Trump said. Okay, Dean Obala, you Palestinian jack off. Trump, no doubt, prefers tweeting to holding a press conference because there's no one to challenge him to his face on factual inaccuracies. Uh, Dean O'Bala, how do you figure? How many press conferences did we see Trump do where he basically called out the press and said, you're a liar, you're dishonest, shut up, sit down, he, he, he didn't seem to be too scared that Katie Turr was challenging him or Jorge Ramos was challenging him. Why would he care now? Why would he care now? His factual inaccuracies, well, we heard Trump was factually inaccurate for the last 16 months. Didn't stop him from having press conferences. We watched Chuck Todd say he was a liar over the Muslims celebrating after the 9-11 attack in New Jersey, which... Chuck Todd got proven to be a liar. The only thing Trump did was exaggerate. But there was more, more than one report. Rather, it was Dan Rather on David Letterman or a Washington Post article by a guy with baby hands saying that people celebrated in New Jersey after 9-11. And baby hands could come out 10 years later and say, oh, well, uh, that, that wound up not being true. There was never a retraction in the Washington Post years and years later. So Trump has no problem with being challenged. Will Trump push to cut Medicare or other social programs to fund his increased spending? And is Trump really reversing the decades-long effort of the United States to reduce our nuclear arsenal? We are entitled to no answers to such questions. What? But he answers the question. What what are you talking about, Dean Obala? What are you what are you talking about? You can ask the same question seven or eight different ways. But if Trump goes, No, we're not going to cut uh Medicare yeah, but you said... Well, we're not going to. Yeah, well, we're not going to. Air. End of story, Dean Obala. You Palestinian jerk-off. What? Okay, what? See what I'm saying? This ain't about what Dean Obala is. It's about all of these people getting cut out. It's like when Tower Records... And, and, and Blockbuster went out of business. It's basically the same thing. It's people getting cut out. It's that middleman. It's like when uh, the stock market, the stock industry. What I mean by that is uh, Ameritrade and uh, 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 what's the other one? Um, God, what's the one I used to do? I used to do one when I had tons and tons of cash about ten years ago merit not a merit trade but uh i i I don't know whatever anyways, you used to have stockbrokers you, you used to have guys that you ha- would have to call and say hey uh i need I want buy five of this, five of that, and then they all got cut out with these online things, still traded stocks you still Got options and puts and the whole thing But you just cut out this middleman That's all Wasn't the end Of the uh, Of trading on uh, The stock market And it's the same thing here You have Trump Doing what he's doing And it's ultimately cutting The middleman And they're pissed that's it. They're pissed. So they're going to sit here and come up with all of these. Oh, the, the Kardashian, we have to stop the do it. He needs to answer quite but he an, Trump answers questions. You might not like the answer. And you could rephrase the question. Take it. He'll give you a different answer. But if you say, are you going to cut Medicare? And he goes, no. There. End of story. Well, yeah, but what about this? I'm not going to cut Medicare. And then he'll point to another person and go, when, when he wiggles his little finger and he goes, yes, go. And I, which is great when he does that, but go. Mr. Donald Trump, you said, Mr. President, you said that you were going to enact the Muslim. And then he goes, no. You, next. Yeah, we, are, are, are you going to do We'll look into it. You. Next. Okay, what are you going to do? That's what he does. Oh, we want to have fault. No, Dean Obelot. You're pissed off because you and Don Lemon and the rest of the media jack-offs are being cut out. You're being cut out. You're the middlemen. Remember, guys, Some of you who are are, are too young, like my beautiful, sexy baby mama, you used to only have ABC, NBC, and CBS as far as news. That's all we had. There was no Fox. All we had was ABC, NBC, CBS. You had your local news on at 6 o'clock. And then right after the local news, you had Dan Rather. where you had uh, Peter Jennings. And then they gave you the world news. And that was on for a half hour. And that's how we got our news. How we got our news. And, of course, you had the newspaper. That was it. There was no CNN. There was no Internet. There was no 24-hour, seven-days-a-week news involving politics, involving really anything. And even the world news only covered stuff that was heavy, so like you didn't know if some kid was bullied huh, in a school in Texas. you didn't know if there were safe spaces on a college campus you. Didn't, stupid you You only knew like serious, serious stuff. That was it. That was it. So when the president or a senator needed to get information out there, the only place people could go was ABC, NBC, and CBS. Well, guess what? Two thousand and seventeen the American people don't need Dean oblah or don lemon they They don't need them to get their news don't need them don't need them and that's what it's about. It's not about uh, follow up questions for Trump it's, it's not about any of that. It's about these guys losing their power. It's about these guys lo- eventually losing their cash. It's, all, it's about them going back to the way it was when they were in high school and they were eating their own snots. And they couldn't get a date to the prom. That's all it's about. So after all of this, Dean Obala ends this bit with Americans, whether or not they voted for Trump, need the media to be a trustworthy watchdog. Again, this guy is effing delusional. Not treating every Trump tweet breaking news would be a good start in restoring the country's faith that it had Uh, uh, that it had the ability to be won. And then, prior, he says, so here's where the media could actually help, not just Trump, but America, but even itself. Ignore Trump's tweets on substantive issues. Doing so might push him to hold a press conference to explain his policy well, helping the media regain America's trust, something that it is at historic lows, in part because of the saturation coverage of Trump's campaign. Th- that's the delusion of Dean Obeloff, this dirty, filthy, grimy, disgusting New Jerseyan. People don't trust the media because the oversaturation of the coverage of Trump. Remember, in these liberals' minds, that's aside from Russian hacking, um, Uh, 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 FBI, uh, 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 the the, the, the emails, fake news. Aside from that, the other thing that got Trump elected was too much Trump coverage as if and i've said this before the coverage was glowing the coverage is what are you kidding me the media did everything in their power to show people donald trump as a jack-off hitler as being dangerous all of this coverage wasn't glowing coverage and you can't say well the coverage regardless if it was glowing or not that helped them get elected how is that chipotle guess what they had a lot of coverage that their food was making people violently ill They, they haven't recovered they haven't recovered you can't say That any coverage is great. What are you stupid? What are you effing delusional? The Trump coverage consisted of this. Especially on MSNBC. Trump rally. 10, 20, 30 minutes, 35 minutes. Panel. I can't believe he said that. He's a Nazi. Can't believe he said that. He is a buffoon. Can't believe he said that. He's a dangerous human being. Back to the first one. I can't believe he just said that. He could never be president. He's a horrible human being. He's a misogynist. Anybody that would vote for him is a Nazi. How is that good coverage? How is that? How is that, according to Dean Obala, the reason that the American people went, oh, there's just too much coverage of Trump. We can't trust the media. Again, liberals are in such a bubble. They, they Like I said, they, they either, because I, 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 they are dishonest, but pretend it's either or. They're either the most dishonest human beings in the in the history of mankind okay most, most dishonest human being in the history of mankind or they are so effing delusional like beyond delusional that they think Donald Trump won because the media showed his press conferences or his rallies, and it had nothing to do with Hillary Clinton, had nothing to do with Obama's policies, had nothing to do with where this country is and where the Democrats have to. It's either or. Now, I think it's both. I think they're the biggest liars. I think Democrats are... are, Listen, I used to be a Democrat. I know how they think. All right? I I was bamboozled by their ideology. I was bamboozled by liberal thinking. I was. I, I really was. And I've said before, it's not until you get older you kind of step away from all of the um, mechanisms in the liberal arsenal that shape the mind. So you've got to remember, the media... and it's it's not one of these Illuminati conspiracies, the media legitimately is the most influential and policy-changing factor in all of our lives. Nothing gets done in this country as far as policy and and where we are without the media creating that. Rather it's gay marriage. Rather it's uh, uh, dudes with boobs in girls' bathrooms. Rather it's the country's full of uh, racist cops and uh, and 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 just racists all just everywhere every corner is a racist guns being bad evil all of these things are creations by the media and when i say the media i i i put entertainment pop culture i i put that in there it's the same thing okay it's the same thing Media is not just. Hi, I'm Dan Rather, and here's an. It's it's pop culture. It's it's the media, Or it's uh, the <laughs> it's entertainment. It's all it's it's the same thing. So the most important thing in shaping policy is the media. It's not the American people on free will. People didn't just wake up one morning and go, you know what? Dudes with boobs is totally, totally normal. Yeah, totally normal. People didn't just wake up one morning and go, you know what? Every goddamn cop in this country are racist. And their number one mission when they wake up in the morning is to go out and kill black people. Even if they're a black cop. Even if they're a black cop, their number one mission is to go out and kill black people. These are things that are created by the media. They're created by pop culture. They're created by the entertainment industry. And when you're a youngster, infused into your brain because that's what your life is all about. And that's why as we get older, us that started as liberals... Start to go. Ah, wait a minute. Okay, time out. Hold on. Because our lives aren't consumed by the media and the pop culture and uh, Hollywood. It's just not. You don't watch as much TV, or or you don't you don't consume yourself with TV as much. You don't consume yourself with pop culture trends. Uh, You you, you don't get wrapped up in that because you got families, you know, you you got kids. Uh, You you start thinking about your own, you know, uh, legacy, if, if you could say that. You work. So you don't have somebody chirping in your ear. Hey, man. Aren't you gay? What? Haven't you, haven't you put a penis in your mouth before? What, dude? Everybody's doing it. Really? Yeah. Oh, what? You don't have boobs? Uh, what do you mean? I'm I'm a guy. What? You gotta get boobs. You gotta identify with being a woman at least for a couple years, then you could transition back. Why? What? Everybody's doing it. It's cool. Uh Uh-uh. You don't have that as you get older. Gun? Gun is bad. What? That's bad. You know how many people, just innocent people, are killed with guns? Just people just walk up to other people and shoot them in the face. They just buy guns like in just random stuff. What? Oh, okay okay, bruh. But this is what is put into people's heads as you grow up. And it's not a, a a quick thing. It's not something that happens, you know, overnight. It it's a gradual thing. Before you know it, the like the the the, the rage is fat shaming. You're wait a minute. When did this become a thing? What? You don't know? No, I I don't I don't remember that. I just remember being a big fat slob was just something that you don't embrace. I just and if your buddy is a big fat slob, you say, "Hey Bob, you're a big fat slob. You're going to die." You you got to lose weight, bro. You you can't eat seven pizzas. You're a, you're a, a slob. Oh, wow, dude. Am I? Yeah, bro. Really? Oh, I better lose. Th- that's how it used to be. And now it's, don't fat shame me. Why are you doing that? What's wrong? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to report you. I'm gonna. You can't do that. I'm embracing who I am. I'm embracing clogged arteries. I'm embracing. That, that's a gradual thing. That's something that gradually happens. And before you know it, you're like, wow, this I didn't know this was a thing. But if you don't pay attention to the media, if you're not part of that, you don't get sucked into that. That's why when, when you talk with older people, and I'm not even talking about 80 or 90-year-olds, but 50-year-olds, 60-year-olds. And people are like, like kids are like, dad, you're so square. What you, what? No, they're not square. They just haven't been influenced by the media into what's, according to them, normal. What, according to them, what is supposed to be a certain way. Remember, it used to not be wrong to say, "Hey, you can't be illegal being in this country." Like that that wasn't a taboo thing to say. That that wasn't a racist. That that wasn't a xenophobe. That that wasn't. It was like you got to be legal to be in this country. Yeah, my grandmother's from Italy, but she came here legally. She she went through the proper channels to be here but the media created this open borders situation where illegal legal don't matter whatever doesn't matter the american people didn't all of a sudden go hey you know what doesn't matter who comes here. That happened because the media created that. Created that. Listen, if you're a 16-year-old kid, a 15-year-old kid, if you're in that era of being influenced, and any comedy show you watch or, or any movie you watch, and they make fun, Okay, they basically do what they accuse people of doing to them. And they shame anybody that has a position that's opposite of banning guns, uh, you know, open borders, dudes with boobs. Well, what happens? As a 15 year old, a 16 year old that influences you, so you take that position because you don't want to be shamed. You don't want anybody to to, to to view you as an outcast. So just remember, okay, just remember as we go into this new year, all right, you're going to keep hearing more and more things from the left, from the media, from pop culture, Trump needs to do this. Trump needs to do that. If you do this, you're a a Nazi. If you get... They've been exposed. They lost this election. They lost their grip on transforming this country. They lost that grip. Their tentacles... Their, their their, media control, all of it is eroding. It's all eroding, and they see it. They see that the American people have woken up. So just be aware, and I've said this before to all my friends on the right, we can't let up just because we want. We can't say, oh, we won. Now everything's, uh, you know, at one. The left, the media, Hollywood, they're going to do everything in their power to take back the White House. They're going to do everything in their power to not lose control. They're going to do everything in their power to stay relevant. The Anderson Cooper's, the Wolf Blitz, they're going to do everything in their power to make sure that they do not get sidestepped. So we have to stay vigil. We have to stay strong. We have to keep our foot on the gas. It's Rob Zaccari. It's the Rob Show. Listen to me. I'm out of here, guys. It's 9:10. Okay? We'll be back here Tuesday. It's a whole new year. We got a lot of new things planned, a lot of exciting things planned. I promise you, you will love the, the new direction of this program. I, pro- I promise you. Big things we got planned for the new year. So I'll see you guys Tuesday. Be strong. Be safe. Be careful out there tomorrow. Uh, you know, the, the terrorists would love to strike on New Year's. So be aware. Keep your eyes open. Okay? Keep your eyes open. And I'll see you guys back here uh, Tuesday. So um, be good. Thank you for being with us all year. And have a great New Year's. Uh, You guys are the best. Talk to you then. Bye.